see, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about a boogie woogie, and I'm going to play one. few weeks ago we talked about uh turning 18 and what changes and how do you navigate that transition mm-hmm. and i think our younger kids are getting to an age as well where it's sort of a transition age yeah big time and i know you and i messaged a little bit about it recently where we talked about the first lasts or the mm-hmm. last first the, la- the last firsts. Yeah. <laughs> so there's last firsts and there's first lasts and um somehow we try to mark time that way we try to mm-hmm. keep ourselves sane as we as we roll through this funny little thing called life right mm-hmm. we we do the best we can but we are better off dad with paul and steve <laughs> we're trying to do the right thing when things are hard yeah I, that's what i was thinking about uh you, you know we had a you never know here's the thing that i've learned I don't know if saying I've learned it. I always feel arrogant when I say I've learned something because that makes it seem like I know it. And it's like, well, here's the thing. Here's you can the thing. Learn I learn something and not be a master at it. That's yeah. true. That's true. Like I'm a good, I'm a good baiter. Um, not excellent. <laughs> I know people who are master baiters. You know? <laughs> I do okay. Um, sometimes I kill the worm when I'm, you know, trying to. I'm more of a debater. Well, I'm baiting means. <laughs> so the the thing about first, last, last, first, you know, I get it, I get it confused. So first, last. Let's just let's just lay down some definitions here. Uh, a first, wait, a last first would be like last, last first day of school. Yes. Right? Whereas a first last would be like say the day you died. That would be like <laughs> first last. Well, I I was thinking when I. So the reason I got confused is I was like last first would be like, okay, this is your last first day at a new school mm-hmm. uh, while you're living here. You may go to college and you'll have your first day of college or whatever, but mm-hmm. in in terms of, you know, the, the primary secondary school, this is your last first day. So, mm-hmm. you know, my youngest recently started high school. Same. Your, your youngest recently started yep. high school. So they've both had their last first day at a, New school, assuming they finish and, you know, assuming they don't transfer out, whatever. And that's where it starts to get confusing because it's like, is it their last first? Well, we think it is, (laughs) you know, you just you basically can just make it whatever you want, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. And it really is a convention, isn't it? If it's happened, the thing is, is the way you look at it is, has it happened before? Like if you've got two kids, so technically pretty much everything that's happening to the youngest has happened to the oldest. Therefore mm-hmm. it's the last first for that person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's really the only criteria is did it happen before. <laughs> did it happen before? Now the first last, you know, cause I started thinking about um, when our youngest graduate from high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can That'll be that like our first. We're gonna start heading into our first lasts. <laughs> yeah, like the last, like the last two years of high school, everything yeah. becomes first lasts. 
So everything up to like up to tenth grade last first. Everything yeah. from eleven on <laughs> first last. Now, when my youngest was finishing up eighth grade, uh, she had been going to the same school since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think she started in first grade actually. But anyway, so you know, she first through eighth grade. So there was no middle school in her world. Mm-hmm. So. The only school she really knew, because who really remember? I went to Mullen for kindergarten. I don't, I don't know where you went. So did I. Did you? That's I didn't weird. see you there. Oh wait, you were there well, the year before me. I was there the year before. Yeah, that's right. Because Springfield didn't have kindergarten yet, so no. we got we'd go to Springfield on a bus, and then mm-hmm. another bus would take us to Mullen. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember your teacher's name? <sighs> I I recently forgot it. I think my first grade teacher was Miss Castoni. Or was okay. that my kindergarten teacher? It might have been might have been kindergarten because I don't recognize that name from Springfield. I think mine was like Crabtree or something like that. Oh, me. that is that was one of there were two kindergarten teachers at Mullen and one of them was Crabtree, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, so did we. <laughs> wasn't it Little Rascals, Mrs. Crabtree? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it as a kindergartner, you're just like, oh well that's how the world works. You know, teachers name yeah. Some teachers are named Mrs. Crabtree, and it's pretty and, common. <laughs> and they live, and they live at the school. <laughs> they, they, exactly. <laughs> and I remember we would have one day a week where the boy. So they had the boys' section and the girls' section of toys. Mm-hmm. The boys' mm-hmm. section of course had these wooden trucks. We didn't have any real toys. They were all made out of like these wood yeah, things. Because it was the fifties. Like wood truck, forties, <laughs> but yeah, the the eighteen fifties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'd have these wooden trucks and like building blocks and stuff. And then on the other mm-hmm. side, it's the dolls and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the forties, right? Of course, they're going to have boys over here, girls over here, mm-hmm. but Mullen was either progressive or Miss Castoni or whatever her name was, pro- was progressive because one day a week we would switch. No, we did that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. just, I think about that now and I'm like, that's wild. Cause if you tried to do that today, <laughs> like the MAGA hats would be all over it, right? QAnon yeah, yeah. would be like saying it's the end of civilization, right? Because one day a yeah. week they're having now. I think probably nowadays, like you know, it's not a big deal because you know they probably the toys are all anybody can play with anything, right? They probably don't have oh, it yeah. separated out. But it was really, first of all, kind of weird to think about that they're like boys go play over there, girls go play over there. Like why, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then to switch it one day a week, I'm like. Yeah. Wow, that that was kind of progressive for its time. Yeah. You know? Well, again, Mullen was kind of in town more than, mm. you know, clear out in Springfield Township. Well, in Springfield Township, they probably wouldn't even have allowed it. But, you know, we're more progressive as you get closer to town, you know. I don't think girls were allowed to go to school. They're, it's like, <laughs> what do you need school for? Right? <laughs> you, you don't need school to know how to snap snap beans <laughs> baked bread milk the chickens <laughs> darn socks <laughs> darn socks uh so anyway so on as eighth grade was coming to a close mm-hmm. i started talking about last first uh, last days <laughs> okay. i'm <laughs> i keep getting confused last days but i was like but you have to think of it in terms of last normal thing right because the last day of school is never normal Right, it's always mm-hmm. some. Everything's done. Everybody's like one foot out. Weird. 
there is a weird air that day. Yeah. That just, yeah. And so usually by the time you get to that last day, like you don't even remember the last normal day. Like if you think about when you left the last job, your last time you left a job, can you remember the last normal day? And did you know it was your last normal day? Um, Cause once you know you're leaving, nothing's normal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Right. When I, put my, when I put my two weeks in at the restaurant, I didn't do shit for two weeks. My boss would come, Hey, do you want to do this? I'm like, nah, <laughs> he would just walk away. <laughs> so my oldest rides horses, as you know, mm-hmm. and we, and, and he's, He's 18. He's going to be 18 soon. He's mm-hmm. senior in high school. He's going to be leaving home, whatever, right? He'll still ride horses, but he's been at the same barn since he was nine, I think. Mm-hmm. So for the last nine years, you know, we've been going to the same barn and going to horse shows. And there's this one place where a lot of the shows are. So we know this place mm-hmm. and we know that the they cancel the shows fairly frequently because it gets real cold in the winter yeah. In this barn, because it has a big concrete slab. It's just always, it's like 20 degrees colder in this barn than it is outside for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, so the December shows, January shows, and sometimes the February shows get canceled. And they only do them from, they do November, December, January, February. Um, so we were going to the November one. And it's like, will this be the last one if they cancel the next three yeah. Um, it could be. So everyone, so I'm mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone, because this is the thing I was saying earlier, I learned. You never know when the last thing's going to, you think you know when the last thing's going to be, but you don't know the last time mm-hmm. you will do something, right? Yeah. And so that mindset is a, is something you learn when you're learning mindfulness and meditation because mm-hmm. that helps you experience everything a little more fully mm-hmm. by going, I'm not guaranteed another time of this. Right, right. Right. This could be the last time I record this show. You know, this could be, mm-hmm. you know, um, a Buddhist, uh, the, the the original Buddha, whatever his name was. Buddha. <laughs> the, the, OB, the OB. Buddha Jones. <laughs> the OB. <laughs> mm. Was talking to several monks and he's like uh, talking about you know, the concept of impermanence. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what have, what have you, after meditating, what have you, Mr. You know, monk number one? It sounds like a joke. Monk, monk number one. Um, and he's like, nothing, imper- because of impermanence and nothing's, nothing's guaranteed, right? I may die before the sun goes down. And he's like, mm-hmm. you need to go back and keep meditating. You're not there yet. The next one goes, I may die before I finish this. They were all eating whatever monks eat, bowl of rice, probably. Gruel. Gruel. Rice-based gruel. Yes, nourishing gruel. And he says, I may die before I finish this bowl of gruel, right? He's like, ah, you're not ready. Go back and meditate some more. And the final monk says... I may die before I finish this breath. And he's like, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. You can have the rest of the day off. Right? If there is a rest of the day. <laughs> Point being, any moment could be your last. So yeah. 
so so I'm trying to experience every time we go to this barn, like this mm. could be the last time, right? Yeah. On the way to the barn, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're driving. We're like 20 minutes away. It's about an hour. It's up in Muncie. So about mm-hmm. an hour from the barn, we get a text from the instructor, from the lead person. Mm-hmm. Everybody stop. One of the horses died in the trailer on the way to the show, and we're canceling. So, hmm. I mean, it's just totally shocking. These horses, like, horses are some of the best people I know, right? They, <laughs> just the, From people I know who raise horses, yes. Now, I love dogs, right? <laughs> I love my dog, and he can probably hear me, so this might upset him a little, but I've told him this before. It won't be the first time he's heard it. I love my dog to death, but horses are are a little more sentient than dogs. Mm-hmm. They have a little bit more, like, their own personality, their own facial expressions, their own, like, each horse. Before this all, this is, again, kids teach us a lot, right? But these mm-hmm. horses, like, I'd never been around horses that much, you know? Yeah. And now that I've been around horses a lot over the last nine years or so, I know mm-hmm. each horse. I know its personality. I know its facial expression. I know what it looks like when it's confused. Yeah. I know what it looks like when it's playing a trick. Like, and they do. Right. Like they'll <laughs> they'll they'll mess with you, you know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for fun. So this was one of the horses that had been at the barn for a long time, like since we started going. Uh, that mm-hmm. that horse has been there. It was getting a little old. It's still mm-hmm. unclear to me what old is for a horse, but this one was like 22. There are a couple of horses there that are like 27, 30 years old. So it's it's hard to know what old is for a horse. And I wouldn't I wouldn't think they'd make it past 10 years. I don't know shit about yeah. horses. <laughs> I didn't either, man. I didn't either. That's <laughs> kind of surprised me too. Yeah, but I think on average, if you make it between 22, 23, as on up to like 30, 30, you're like in your, you know, like you're on borrowed time at that point, right? You 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 ain't getting rode around and going right. Yeah, yeah. It's, if you do, it's it's gentle. <laughs> there's yes. one. There's a pony out there. His name's Sam. Samwise Gamgee. His full uh, name, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh he's thirty, and we joke all the time. Like, dude, dude was like like when I when when my wife and I weren't even married yet, dude was born. <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. So anyway, we get this text, and it's like devastating because this is mm-hmm. a horse we all know. We love this horse, and now we're imagining opening up the trailer and seeing you know, one of the horses is dead. We're just thinking about mm-hmm. the instructor, and we're just thinking about everything. And then after our, that initial shock wore off, it 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 occurred to me, I'm trying to experience each one of these as it could be the last. Mm-hmm. We may have already had the last time at that yep. barn. Yep. And the point of the story being. We try to celebrate the last when we can because mm-hmm. we don't know most of them. <laughs> we right, just right. don't. And it's a ritual sort of, uh, like like I opened with. To me, it's a way of making sense of the world that mm-hmm. our ancestors, you know, evolved to invent. Mm-hmm. That's what rituals are. That's what ceremony is. And if you are fortunate enough to to be able to know that a thing is your last <laughs> You know, yeah. well, I had I had a uh, since Atticus was three twice a year, I would have meetings with his teachers regarding his education because he was in a lot of programs and, you know, to, to help him learn because he has various learning disabilities. Well, we do this twice a year. Well, last last year, like um, 
February, went in for the meeting, you know, everything was business as usual, walked outside, and I'm like, oh, crap, that was the last one. Because mm. I, I, I had planned on getting donuts and stuff, <laughs> you know, because these yeah. people are great. Like, ah, oh, well, I can't, like, hey, can we can we have a do-over? Here's, here's some donuts. One more. Just one more. <laughs> the other the other thing I wonder about is with with you and the horses, this is a major, major, major part of your family's identity. Yep. What are you gonna do? <laughs> so I have that has occurred to me and and I don't know. Well, the short answer is I don't know, but the longer answer is mm-hmm. Um, some things I have thought about one is suddenly there will be about 12 to 14 hours a week (laughs) that we'll have to think of something else to do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, he's going to remember this. It's going to be this great thing that he's going to care with in the rest of his life. And you wouldn't do it if you didn't love your children and all that. But when you take into account, yeah, like you just said, 13, 14 hours a week that uh, I guess we'll watch a movie. That's not even fun because, you know. (laughs) Well, and then, you know, something. So lessons alone are about $450 a month. Mm -hmm. And then these shows, the local ones where we don't have to go out of town are Mm -hmm. about 350 bucks each. And there's about one a month. Mm-hmm. Then these out of town shows when we road trip to Kentucky or whatever mm-hmm. or Ohio, those are six hundred and some dollars plus a hotel room for a night. Mm-hmm. The one in Tennessee was twenty two hundred dollars and four nights in a hotel. Then <laughs> we don't even own a saddle. Most people own a saddle. A saddle's yeah, a couple yeah. grand. Yeah. Then yeah, people that own a horse, boarding is about seven hundred bucks a month. And I'm like, so that's the other thing is like, I got to start thinking of what to do with all this money. You're like, <laughs> I, I think that's like cigarette and diaper money. It's not really a thing. Um, cigarette and diaper money. You're like, uh, you're like Homer. And when, when Lisa gets the horse and he's got to do the two jobs and he sleeps in his car on the way to work. And... <laughs> so the other, the other possibility, uh, aside from just going, whoo, we'll, you know, mm-hmm. um, First of all, my wife likes to ride. She doesn't ride much because all of the time and money is going <laughs> to my son uh-huh. to ride. But uh, you know, once he's out and doing his own thing, you know, she'll yeah. probably she'll probably and, go down there and take lessons. And you realize that like all this all this time and effort is going to pay off because it's going to take him somewhere. Yeah. And get, give him give him a, a life outside of the nest that he really wants yeah that he couldn't have without it 100 percent. and at some point i'll write the poem or the or the essay or the or the letter <laughs> i don't know what it'll be <laughs> that will explain what horses have meant for the past uh, since 29 late 2019 um it has meant everything like yeah being at the barn being with those like i say horses are some of the best people i know uh-huh. These these horses, and obviously uh, by extension the instructors and yeah. the people at the barn, have yeah. meant everything. Yeah, it's like a Absolutely lot when, when I was when I was heavy doing the convention circuit heavy, 
it's like the people that you would see that you would only ever see at those shows and now you don't see them or you see them very rarely or you communicate via social media but it's mm-hmm. you know they these people who you geography is weird man i mean we lucked out <laughs> we were only like one, there's only one house between us geography yeah. is weird because just because you live next to somebody doesn't mean they're your friend right that was a myth perpetuated in the 50s you know but all, all the people that i've met at at these shows some of whom have become in, in the ranks of my best friends who live you know used to live hours away um we never would have met without this so the fact that you're dealing with people that you've known for so long and they're they're a big part of your life and then when that drops out you got to figure out well, what do i do you know and I, that's a thing that i don't know about your folks but my folks uh their navigation of that was you know they they're through it and they and they're doing great but <laughs> there were some rough years because i don't think they thought about it like this and i've been thinking about it an awful lot which is mm-hmm. I've poured myself into raising these kids um, from an objective, you know, standpoint, meaning somebody that doesn't know me that well, or doesn't mm-hmm. know you that well, doesn't know our kids th- that well, our families, they may be like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't do that. You've got to have your own life and it's important to have your own life. You can't. And I'm like, I get it. I hear you, but you don't know the situation, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and w- the pandemic and the, and everything that's, that's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I am in danger of if I don't think about it, if I don't plan for it, mm-hmm. um, I am in danger of like waking up one day and looking around and going, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what last, now? Right? The last time Mr. Jim was over here, we were talking about because his, his, his kid only has another year of high school, maybe. I don't, I can't quite remember. But uh, I said, yeah, man, I've been. I've been putting kids on the bus since 2003. <laughs> and he's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I ain't thought that far ahead, man. Yeah, I don't right. even want to think that far ahead. <laughs> you know, well, the I cool wanna, thing is I want to you... accidentally walk into it and go, wait, <laughs> what? You mean I can change my alarm clock? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cool thing is with, with you and me and people like us, uh, I'm not that worried about us because we might for a week or two, like just, you know, day drink and you know, sleep in or whatever, <laughs> but that, that'll be about that. You know, I'm living for that day drinking thing, man, <laughs> you know, cause we, we can be like tossed over the edge and then like, we'll catch, we got parachutes. We'll catch ourselves. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out the next thing relatively quickly. So we don't have to figure it out ahead of time. Maybe right. we can, but I did, you know, but I think it helps to kind of go, well, what kind of life do you want in 10 years and 15 yeah. years and whatever? And give your future self some, a few gifts along the way yeah. <laughs> in the form of options, right? Um, you can't <laughs> predict the future. Dis- nope. Don't be disappointed if you don't end up writing that great American novel either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it ain't wrote by now, I mean, unless you're Harper <laughs> Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so what are we going to do? I don't know. I, I have really 
developed some pretty good relationships with with one or two of these horses. So I'll probably go out there at least once a month or so. I I tell myself this, but unless Constance has taken lessons or something, I probably Mm -hmm. won't. But that's why I'm hoping and I'll encourage her to, you know, go down and take lessons, maybe even show. Right. Um, Because then that'll get me out to the barn too, being selfish, right? Right. Right. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, go on. You know what you should do? Like buying your mom a a catcher's mitt, you know, for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, or, or you're just you're not gonna end up like uh, was it uh, BJ and Hawkeye in, in the last episode of uh, Mass where they realize they're never gonna see each other again? It's oh like, yeah. Could you be more depressing? <laughs> we gotta figure out what our youngest. You know, we've we've tried everything. You know, our oldest is like ambitious and mm-hmm. takes initiative and wants to do stuff. Our youngest just wants to sit around and watch Office reruns. And so we've we've been trying to figure out what her thing is going to be and everything mm-hmm. we come up with. And it's not like she's like, just like, no, I don't want to do anything ever. It's just like, nah, I don't want to do that, whatever. Well, So I, I think that'll be part of it. Like when he's uh, out on his own, like we'll be dealing with her like more. Well, figuring remember too, remember out. too with, with, with kids like your youngest is uh, they just spent the past two and a half years going through something that yeah. – and and we as adults are going through it, but w- with them and their little 13, 14 year old formative minds, sometimes 12, formative, your brains, your, your brain chemicals are just a mash trying to fight for supremacy. Throw, mm-hmm. throw that formative year into that mess. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emotional immaturity. And I don't mean that like, you know, Dennis the Menace kind of stuff. I just mean they're, they're, they didn't get the chance to develop. Yeah. And so they're developing slower. Also, so. Right, right. Maybe, yeah, right. If, if you oh, that's had my the attitude. Chance, if you had the chance, tell me you wouldn't just sit around in your underwear watching office reruns all day. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm like the so. <laughs> that's right. It, that's why. click. It'll click. So that back to the, uh, you never know when the last is going to be. One of the hard things for her this particular Halloween was mm-hmm. she said, I didn't know the last time I went trick-or-treating. I didn't know that was going to be the last time I went trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you can still go. But again, she she's like, well, she wants it to look a certain way. She wants the whole family. She wants her brother to be there. Yeah. She wants it to be like it was when she was a kid. You know, yeah. I'm we like, well, get get your group of friends together. You guys go trick or treating. It doesn't matter. You can go. In fact, go around the neighborhood trick or treat. Yeah. She's like, that's not what I want, and that's not really what she's saying. I think yeah. what she's really saying is, so in 2018, it was the last time. In 2019, she got sick on Halloween mm. and couldn't go, mm. and then pandemic, right? And now yeah. she's too old uh, to. She's not too old. Her older brother's too old to want to go with the family. Yep. You know, so it's like I didn't know that was the last time. It's like, yes, life lesson, kid. Uh, we, <laughs> same thing happened. Well, well, we, yeah, it must have been the 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 year for it or something because the last Halloween that we had here was, you know, 2019, and my youngest got sick and we had spent and not that this matters, but we had spent time and money putting together this great costume. 
and got down, starts at the clubhouse. We got down to the clubhouse, and he's just like, I don't feel good. I'm like, okay, fine, because I don't care. I, hmm. Whatever, you know, like you said about our, our kids, you're sick, fine, no pressure for nothing. Went home, but yeah, that was the last one. And we didn't even know it because a couple yeah. months later we know what happened. And now yeah. at the age of 15, eh, you know, one they went I, trick or treating, but that wasn't the same. It was just right, walking right. around getting candy. One thing I do love, and I, I was nowhere near as mindful in 2018 as I am now, but I do remember that time and it was kind of rainy, like a little bit of sleet and kind of chilly. With the crunchy leaves. And, and when they were much younger, yeah, the crunchy leaves with the howls <laughs> of the werewolves in the distance and the moon shining through the clouds, the dapple of moonlight through the leaves. Um, so when they were young, young, like I'd be like, okay, kids, it's too cold. Let's go home, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. <laughs> As they were getting older, I started to realize, you know, the last time is coming. <laughs> we're yeah. getting closer to the last time. So I remember in 2018, like, thinking, oh, it's too cold, we should wrap it up. But then I was like, nope, I'm going to let them keep going. And eventually, they were like, it's too cold, we want to go home. And I was like, cool. So I was able to go until they were yeah. ready to be done, you know. Yeah. And I'm really, that. I mean, that's kind of the message, right? It's not about that specific Halloween. It's kind of like, anytime you're doing so, especially now that we're entering yeah. this phase, like, just let it ride you know however mm -hmm. uncomfortable you are however like you just want to go home you're tired whatever it's just like let it ride you know mm -hmm. <laughs> just let it go mm -hmm. and experience it let them experience it enjoy it fully not not from a uh, defeatist standpoint like don't like you won't enjoy it if you're sitting there going oh this could be the last time yeah oh i'm so sad because it could be the last time you won't enjoy it you have to you have to know it could be the last time, but not let that bum you out. You know, right? Like like that monk, he's not bummed out that the next this breath could be his last. He's just right. aware of it. Perfect. I think you're ready. You can take the rest of the day <laughs> off. Sweet. <laughs> Man, this good. This could be my last cup of coffee. Oh, I just failed. Back to the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the end of the line. Back to the you you failed monk school. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening we're going to be like publishing these on a regular basis um so y'all can know they're going to be dropping in your feeds don't forget to check out the other uh big broccoli studios properties <laughs> <laughs> the uh, new tales of mysterious traveler just dropped a really good episode i i, was, I caught that last night and this morning I, i'm happy with it really good yes if you like uh, nautical themed scary stories you're not going to miss that one uh, other than that is your um let's plug your uh your basic fantasy one it's probably not is that a big broccoli studios one or is that that's a no i just solo have that's project just, that's a solo project nice it's uh doomed wizard you can find me on youtube doomed wizard i love that yep. it's like yep. it's like your sting you're going out doing your own thing that's good <laughs> i encourage that yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Check out Dune Wizard on YouTube. Uh, other than that, we're just better off dad with Paul and Steve trying to do the right thing when things are hard, but it shouldn't be this hard. What if that's our hashtag? <laughs>